Hello, everyone, and welcome to my new episode. And today's covenant blessing is truth. Let's declare God's covenant blessing of divine truth in our lives. How many times have we believed Satan over God? With negative thoughts going through our minds, confusion, fear, anxiety, cloudiness, identity crisis, all caused by deception. Notice I ask, how many times have we believed Satan over God? Because I've witnessed people go through the same cycle with deception being the root of their issues. Some people go through the same battles because they don't want to be set free from the lies of the enemy and they remain in bondage to the point that deceit becomes second nature in their lives and yet to believe another lie. Most people do not consciously realize that they are being deceived, but if we don't follow God, we cannot hear from him and we will be open to the snares and traps of the enemy. The enemy's lies bring bondage, but the truth of the Lord Jesus Christ sets you free. John chapter 8 verse 32 says, and you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. Jesus is the truth that sets us free. He frees us from self-deception and deception by Satan. Deception leads to doors open to sin. For instance, if we continue to believe the lies of the enemy, we are now making Satan our father, for he is the father of lies. John chapter 8 verse 44 reads, You belong to the father, the devil, and you want to carry out your father's desires. He was a murderer from the beginning, not holding the truth, for there is no truth in him. When he lies, he speaks his native language, for he is a liar and the father of lies. Jesus was describing the character of Satan. Jesus was talking to the religious leaders in this verse. They didn't understand him because they refused to listen to Jesus. This verse shows how much control Satan had over them because the truth was right there in front of them and they did not want to accept him nor understand him. Satan still uses people to try and corrupt the kingdom of God. If we follow Jesus, he will show us clearly the way to eternal life with God. Jesus does not give us the freedom to do what we want, but he does give us the freedom to follow God. By seeking God, he will show us who we are meant to be in him. Romans chapter 8 verse 17 reads, Now if we are children, then we are heirs, heirs of God and co-heirs with Christ. If indeed we share in his sufferings in order that we make also share in glory. Beloved friends, do you know what this means? This means we are no longer a slave to sin. We are the master's children. What a blessing. God has given us his best gifts, his son, his Holy Spirit, forgiveness, and eternal life. Oh, how wonderful it is to be led by the Holy Spirit. This verse also tells us that there's a price to pay for following Jesus. Christians too must suffer, but nothing compares to the great price Jesus paid to save us. Beloved, 
Are you tired of being deceived? Let's come to Jesus together and declare divine truth. Heavenly Father, we come to you and ask for forgiveness of our sins, known and unknown. For your word says in Matthew 18, 18, Jesus says, I say to you, whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven and whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. We bind the spirit of deception from Satan, self-deception, and we loose your divine truth in Jesus' name. We want to be identified with Christ so that we can inherit the kingdom of God. We declare divine truth in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Thank you for listening, friends. I hope this message was a blessing to your soul. Let's connect at my next episode. God bless you all and thank you again. Hello, everyone, and welcome to my new episode. Today's covenant blessing is understanding. Let's declare God's covenant blessing of divine understanding over our lives. Can one truly say they understand God to the fullest? I know I cannot say that. The Bible is our life instruction manual and it helps us understand who God is in our life. When you meditate on the word of God, he brings understanding of the word to us. Have you ever had an aha moment from God when he suddenly drops an understanding of something in your heart? I believe we all had that experience in our lifetime. Some aha moments are understandings that come later in time. And that's okay when that happens. You may not understand certain things at that very moment, but he will bring it later. John chapter 13 verse 7 reads, Jesus answered and said to him, What I am doing, you do not understand now, but you will know this after. In this verse, there was a lesson to be taught to Peter, but Peter did not understand at that very moment what Jesus was doing. When we get an understanding from God, it gives us more encouragement to be faithful to him. 2 Timothy 2, verse 7 reads, Consider what I say, for the Lord will give you understanding in everything. Paul was speaking to Timothy and told him to reflect on his word and God will give him insight. God speaks to us through the Bible, his word. As we open and become receptive to him, he will give us understanding in everything. We too must reflect on the word of God and he will give us insight. As I mentioned earlier, the Bible is our life instruction because God speaks to us through the Bible. When we meditate on God's word, he gives us divine understanding. God shows us his timeless truths, and we must apply it in our walk with him. Beloved friends, let's declare God's divine understanding through prayer. If you feel like you are struggling to understand God and his word, let us come to Jesus together and ask for his divine understanding. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your understanding in all things. Forgive us when we get frustrated and when we don't understand certain things in our lives or we don't understand the Bible at times and walk away from it. We serve a mighty and powerful God. Your love is sufficient from everlasting to everlasting. We come against the spirit of lack and oppression and we lose your wisdom, your love, your abundance, your freedom and your joy. 
And we declare your divine understanding in our lives in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Here are some more words of wisdom. By giving careful thought to the counsel of God's word, you will understand his marvelous ways. I pray this devotion was a blessing to your soul and it was received with a cheerful heart. Thank you for listening and God bless you. Let's connect at my next episode. Hello everyone, our new covenant blessing is victory. Let's declare God's covenant blessing of divine victory over our lives. Life battles come our way at times. You lose some and you win some. At least this is what the world tells us and we accept it. But is this how Jesus really want us to live or think? The answer is no. Our faith has a lot to do with living in victory especially when we are going through life battles. How strong is your faith to believe God will carry us through? When we begin to believe the lies of the enemy, that's when we become defeated and not experience victorious living. The Bible is filled with stories of God giving his people victory in battle. As believers, we will face temptation and battles, but God has overcome the world, and we are promised victory through faith. You can live a victorious life through Jesus Christ. 1 John chapter 5, verse 4 reads, For everyone born of God overcomes the world. This is the victory that has overcome the world, even our faith. Beloved friends, if we set our faith upon the great Lord, the world's pleasures will have less power over us and its pains. We need to get near Jesus Christ by thought and love and trust. Trust him and to the great love that gave itself for you. Bring him in your daily life by daily reference and by creating a habit of thinking about him as being present with you in the midst of it all. And so holding his hand, you will share in his victory. Let's declare God's covenant blessing of divine victory through prayer. Heavenly Father, your word has power to destroy the enemy's plans over our lives. Forgive us for setting our faith on the things of the world and not on you. Help us set our faith upon you, for your word says in Matthew 17, 20, Truly I tell you, if your faith is like a grain of mustard seed, you can say to this mountain, move from here to there, and it will move. Nothing will be impossible for you. Father God, we stand on this promise. Help us increase our faith so we can overcome the world and live victoriously through you in Jesus' name. We declare divine victory over our life in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Here are some more words of wisdom. Through your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, you have victory over all things, even death. Thank you for listening, friends. I pray that this was a blessing to your soul. God bless you and let's stay connected. Thank you again. Talk to you soon. Hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning in. 
Our new covenant blessing is wisdom. Let's declare God's covenant blessing of divine wisdom over our lives. How blessed is the man who finds wisdom and the man who gains understanding, for her profit is better than fine gold. She is more precious than jewels, and nothing you desire compares with her. This scripture is from Proverbs chapter 3, verse 13 through 15. The person who finds wisdom has gained understanding. This verse tells us that wisdom is better than the finest jewels. Wise behavior always leads to great benefits, such as long life, wealth, honor, and peace. If you aren't experiencing this, it doesn't necessarily mean that you are short of wisdom. However, sin and poor choices can cause our blessings to be delayed. God delays because his ways are not your ways. Isaiah chapter 55 verse 8 through 9 reads, For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. As heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. Sometimes our actions can tell God, we got this, but we never think that his ways are higher. We need to trust that God has a divine purpose for his delays. Our thoughts are limited, but God sees all things. God's way is the best way. When we are obedient to him, he blesses us. There are many examples of wise men in the Bible, but the man who had the greatest wisdom was a man named Solomon. God gave Solomon great wisdom, understanding, and knowledge. God asked King Solomon what gift he'd like, and Solomon chose wisdom so he can make good decisions for his people, and God blessed him. This story is one of my favorites in the Bible. The key to gaining wisdom is asking God for it. You can read about Solomon in 1 King chapter 2. The person who has wisdom is loving, faithful, trusts God, puts God first, turns away from evil, knows right from wrong, listens and learn, and does what is right. How many of us can be described this way? In a perfect world, it would be easy to live a life full of wisdom and enjoy its benefits. In a troubled world like today, if we strive to live wisely, it will bring blessings in our lives. Beloved friends, let's go find wisdom through Jesus. Let's declare God's covenant blessing of divine wisdom through prayer. Heavenly Father, we come to you today and ask that you would bless us with your divine wisdom. Forgive us for lack of knowledge and understanding. We choose to follow your wisdom in all that we do. For your word says wisdom is more precious than fine gold. We put away any foolish behavior and go after your wisdom. We declare divine wisdom in Jesus' precious name. Amen. I would like to end this message with more words of wisdom. When you discover the wisdom of God, you are truly rich. Go after God's wisdom in Jesus' name. Thank you for listening, beloved friends. Let's stay connected and God bless you all. Thank you again. Hi, everyone. 
Thank you for tuning in. Our new covenant blessing is God's word. Let's declare God's word over our lives. When we begin to declare God's word over our life, we are declaring righteousness, instruction, protection, correction, and so much more. God's word carries power. God spoke the universe into being. If you read the story of creation in the book of Genesis chapter 1, each creation he spoke into existence. This shows us how deep his love is for us. He created this universe for you and me. It is very important to meditate on his word so we can live in truth. God's word is so powerful so much that it will change your life. 2 Timothy chapter 3 verse 16 through 17 reads, All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction, and righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, thoroughly equipped for every good work. This verse tells us the Bible was written by believers who God revealed his ways and plan to write messages for Christians, also known as inspiration. Have you ever been inspired by God to do something? Well, it's just like the authors of each book in the Bible who've been inspired by God using their own minds, talents, language, and style to write what God told them to write. The scriptures are written through the Holy Spirit for every believer. God's word is true. If you ever think to yourself, I need to know what is true, what is true about me, true about people, true about the world, true about the future, true about the past, true about the good life, and true about God, then come to God's word. It teaches only what is true. John 17, 17 reads, Sanctify them in truth, Jesus said. Your word is truth. God's word demands what is right. He does not give orders so that we might be restricted and be miserable. He never requires what is impure, unloving, or unwise. His demands are always noble, always just, and always righteous. Some Christians admit that they don't like what the Bible says, but we have to obey and submit to God's word. Psalm 119.75 reads, I know, O Lord, that your judgments are right and that in faithfulness you have afflicted me. God's word provides what is good. The word of God is the way of happiness, the way to avoid shame, the way of safety, and the way of good counsel. The word gives us strength and hope. It provides wisdom and shows us the way we should go. Psalm 119 verse 1 through 2. Blessed are the undefiled in the way who walk in the law of the Lord. Blessed are those who keep his testimonies, who seek him with the whole heart. Beloved friends, are you ready to declare God's word over your life so that we may be blessed? Let's declare God's word over our life through prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your word. We know that your word brings life and your word is so powerful. Forgive us for not seeking your word for truth. Lord, we come to you now and ask that you would give us a desire to meditate on your word and seek your truth so we can be blessed and walk in good counsel. 
Lord, equip us and instruct us the way to go that we may help build your kingdom. We declare God's word over our life. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Beloved friends, look to God's word to make you complete and thoroughly equipped so you know what he has called you to do. I came to the end of my message and I want to thank you for listening. Let's stay connected. God bless and may God be with you. Thank you again. Hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning in with me. Let's declare God's covenant blessing of God-given work in our lives. The beginning of work is from the beginning of time. God worked six days and rested on the seventh day. When God completed creation, he called it very good. We are created in the image of God and designed to experience success and fulfillment through hard work. As Christians, we should view our jobs, careers, and or businesses as an opportunity to see God through perseverance and patience and serve others with Christ-like attitude. I would like to take this moment to thank all of the essential frontline workers out there, healthcare workers, grocery clerks, postal servicemen and women, law enforcement, transportation and delivery service men and women. Thank God for you all. If I missed out any other frontline workers, please forgive me. You all are perfect examples of working hard and serving through perseverance and patience. Putting your life on the line during this pandemic is the epitome of a Christ-like attitude. May God bless you for all your hard work and dedication. Ecclesiastes chapter 3, verse 9 through 10 and 13 reads, What profit has a worker from that in which he labors? I have seen the God-given task with which the sons of men are to be occupied, and also that even men should eat and drink and enjoy the good of all his labor. It is a gift from God. This verse tells us, Our ability to find satisfaction in our work depends on our attitude. If you become dissatisfied, you will begin to lose a sense of purpose God intended for your work. We can enjoy our work if we remember that God has given us work to do, and the fruit of our labor is a gift from God. Beloved friends, let's be a light and serve God at our workplace by having a good attitude. Let's declare God's covenant blessing of God-given work over our lives through prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you for all of the essential frontline workers. We ask that you would give them a great reward for their hard work and dedication during this time. May you give them divine strength and rest. Please cover them and keep them safe in Jesus' name. Lord Jesus, we ask that you would forgive us for complaining and not displaying a good attitude at times at our jobs. Please remind us that our jobs, careers, and our businesses is from you, and our fruit of our labor is your gift to us. 
Convict us when we are out of order and also remind us that we must serve through patience and perseverance with a Christ-like attitude. Thank you, God, for our God-given work. Lord, we ask that you would bless those without work and that you would continue to provide for those with no income until they find their God-given their God-given work in their lives. We declare your covenant blessing of God-given work over our lives in Jesus' mighty name. Beloved friends, view your work today as a gift from God and thank him for it. Unemployment is at its highest rate. For those who are not working, please spend divine time with God so you can hear from him. You may just find your God-given work over your life. God bless you all. I pray that this was a blessing to your soul. Let's stay connected until we meet again. Thank you and God bless you. Hello, everyone, and thank you for tuning in with me. Our new covenant blessing is abilities. Let's declare God's covenant blessing of divine ability over our lives. When we use our God-given abilities to serve others, we are glorifying God. First Peter chapter 4, verse 11 says, If anyone ministers, let him do it as with the ability which God supplies that in all things God may be glorified through Jesus Christ, to whom belongs the glory and the dominion forever and ever. We are so used to hearing that our gifts and talents should be used to make money, even if it results to earning money. It's so much bigger than that. God wants us to honor him with our gifts. This verse tells us our abilities should be faithfully used in serving others. In serving others, they will see Jesus in us and praise him for the help they have received. As the Bible say in Matthew 5:16, let your light shine before men that they may see your good deeds and praise your heavenly Father. Why is it important to use our God-given abilities to serve others? Because you are blessing others who don't have that same ability that you have, and you are building God's kingdom. So what are you really good at? Is it painting, singing, counseling, or you're an amazing chef? How can you put that into practice to serve others with your gift? Maybe you can volunteer, be part of a ministry, or you can even start your own ministry. Jesus gives us commandments to love the Lord and to love others as we love ourselves. When we use our God-given abilities to honor him and bless others, we are doing just as he commanded. Beloved friends, let's end this message with prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you for our God-given abilities. We live in a society that teaches us to use our talents to earn cash or to use it for the pleasures of this world. We ask that you would forgive us for not being good stewards and believing the lies of the enemy. Help us use our gifts to help others and honor you. Teach us how to love so we can help build your kingdom and that you will have the glory in Jesus' precious name. Beloved friends, here are some more words of wisdom. Remember your God-given abilities are seeds of ministry and service, which the Lord asks you to sow into his kingdom. Thank you for listening. I pray that this devotion 
has been a blessing to your soul. May your day be filled with love and peace. God bless you and thank you again. Hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning in with me today. And our new covenant blessing is abundance. Let's declare God's covenant blessing of divine abundance over our lives. John 10.10 reads, The thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. I am come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. We have an adversary and his name is Satan. Satan tries to take our life and to keep us from living an abundant life from God. If we fall in his traps, we cannot live an abundant life. In the same verse, God says we might have life and that we might have it more abundantly. Does this mean abundant living is not guaranteed? Well, if we choose to compromise our walk with God, we can miss out on the abundance of life that God has for us. So we have to ask ourselves, are we living the fullness that God has for us? Does our life align with the word of God? God also says we can live in superabundance from him. Abundant life is the fullness of every good thing from God. His overflowing forgiveness, his overflowing love, his overflowing strength. I can go on and on. God love us so much. When we live a life of Christ, we live by the fruit of the spirit, which is love, peace, joy, kindness, goodness, gentleness, self-control, patience, and faithfulness. When we live by the fruit, we can experience God's abundant living. Can you imagine that? Living in abundance surely tells us that we are blessed by God. God loves us so much. Psalm 36 verse 7 through 9 reads, How precious is your loving kindness, O God, and the children of men take refuge in the shadow of your wings. They drink their fill of the abundance of your house, and you give them to drink of the river of your delights. For with you is the fountain of life, and your light we see light. God is our living water. He quenches our thirst always. In this wicked world that we live in, God will triumph. He is love. He is faithful, righteous, and just. God loves us and will care for us throughout eternity. Beloved friends, let's declare divine abundance through prayer. Heavenly Father, we come to you today with thanksgiving and praise. We thank you for your abundant living and ask that you would forgive us for our shortcomings and living a life that does not bear fruit. We ask that you would cleanse us from all unrighteousness and that you would release your divine abundance of love and peace and joy and strength and that we may walk into your fullness that you have prepared for us. For your word says in John 1 verse 16, and from your fullness we have all received grace upon grace. Thank you for your grace, O God. We declare divine abundance over our lives in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Beloved friends, God loves you and out of his abundance, you will reap his harvest blessing in Jesus name. Thank you for listening and let's stay connected. God bless you all and thank you again.
Hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning in. Our new covenant blessing is angelic protection. Let's declare God's covenant blessing of angelic protection over our lives. As believers in Jesus Christ, we are promised a new life covered under the protection of God and his angels in which nothing can ever separate us from his love. We can rest assured that no matter what hardship we face, God is our provider and protector. He sends down his angels to watch over us and protect us from the harm of the world. Psalm 91 verse 11 reads, For he will give his angels charge concerning you to guard you in all your ways. This verse tells us God will instruct his angels to watch over you. God will give each of his angels a purpose to guard you. Those who are faithful will be under the constant care of his angels. I hope this makes you feel special as it does to me. God is always concerned about our well-being. Psalm 31 verse 7 reads, The angel of the Lord encamps around those who fear him and rescues them. God pays attention to us who call on him. Whether God offers escape from trouble or help in times of trouble, we can be sure that he always hears and acts on our behalf who love him. We should be seeking God for his divine protection always. 1 Peter chapter 5 verse 8 reads, Be alert and of sober mind. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. Peter warns us to watch out for Satan when we are going through challenging times or troubled times. Like this is when you are vulnerable to Satan's attack. That's why we have to ask God to cover us daily, protect us from the wall of the enemy. We can rest in the knowledge that God's angels are watching over us day and night. Friends, let's declare divine angelic protection over our lives in prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you that we can rest in the knowledge that your angels are watching over us day and night. Forgive us, O God, for focusing on our troubles and not crying out to you for help. Lord Jesus, we ask that you would cover us Cover us daily with your angels. Cover us with the blood of Jesus. Protect our minds. Protect our heart. Protect our thoughts, O God. Lord, we ask that you would cover us and cover our families. Protect our families. Protect our friends. Lord, we ask that you would cover our jobs, our businesses, our our finances. Protect us from any hurt, harm, or danger. We apply the Psalm 91 over our lives. Father, we honor you and we thank you for your divine protection. We declare your angelic protection in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Friends, I thank you for listening. I pray that this was a blessing to your soul. Let's connect at my new episode. Thank you and God bless.